0: This is Leah, and welcome to this week's hashtag For Paris podcast. It is wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in.
1: And so it's great that you're uh, joining us uh, today. Uh, some of you may be watching this uh, directly on New Year's Day, and so again, uh, happy uh, Happy New Year's! Uh, not sure kind of what your traditions are. If you're having brunch, actually, for us in person at church, we decided to throw some have some brunch with people. Um, ask some questions, just make it a little bit more uh, casual. And so um, I got my uh, one of my new favorite uh, mugs here, one of these four pairs. Uh, if you want one of these, send me an email. We can maybe uh, hook you up. And so uh, just uh, great to be with you. So I know one of the traditional things about New Year's is people make New Year's resolutions. And i uh, not sure if you're that kind of person or not, but I was reading recently some stats around people who make New Year's resolutions, and it's kind of startling in some ways that 52% of people believe that when they make the resolution, that they're gonna be successful. For me, the startling fact is there's 48% of people that we make resolutions knowing darn well this isn't going to happen, right? So I'm like, what? what is the point, right? Like you're making a promise to yourself that you know, you know you're not gonna do. <coughs> The stats are this, 12% of people actually complete the resolution, whatever it is. And so the 52%, um, they're kind of uh, disappointed. Um, on average, they say, people drop off within the first 45 days, which, which is actually better than what I thought it was gonna be. You know, Within a, a month and a half, people kind of stop. The top four resolutions that people make every year around the world kind of land in these categories. Finances, I'm gonna figure out finances. I'm gonna spend less or I'm gonna earn more. Stop smoking, lose weight, more exercise. Which again is kind of interesting to me that basically the resolutions that we make, the the improvements that we think we need to make in our lives are around money and health, which are important, but nothing about relationships, um, nothing about better use of time. Anyways, I'm not gonna go on. Point of this is this. I'm not gonna ask you to make a resolution right because 12% that's not a good number for us and so but I want to do something different I want to ask you to consider two questions today and if you're on your own it's a chance to kind of think about this maybe write it down maybe use it as a chance to um, have conversations with others if you're with other people these would be great questions to have conversations with them and so you can pause the video you can stop have the conversation come back Um, Come back and reference it and do all this. My one ask is this, okay? I'm not not overly demanding. My one ask is this, is be specific. Be specific. Because think about it this way. When you recall an event in your life, something that was amazing, the more specific you are as you're retelling it, the the more meaningful it becomes, The, 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 the more you kind of get back into the moment. And I think sometimes we're just not specific enough. We, we talk in far too general of terms. Okay, so, so first question is this, and it's more of a reflection and a remember piece. And so take a few moments to think about it. Um, maybe write it down. But the question is this, the past year, where is somewhere that you've seen God at work in your life? Where is somewhere that you've seen God at work in your life? I don't know, maybe you want to pause the video and then uh, come back, but I think it's important to take these moments that actually throughout the Bible, we are called constantly to remember. Oftentimes the the prophets, the, the people of God, come in and say, remember, remember in former days, remember what God has done. Too often we're we're too quick to think about what is next, what is coming, what is happening and we don't take enough time to pause and to remember and reflect. So think about where is somewhere that you have seen God at work? This is important because of what the next question is going to be. So take as long as you want I'll be here come back and we'll jump into the next question. Because the next question is going to be less about making a resolution and more about what I refer to as an intentional desire. And so the question is this. In what area of your life do you want to see God at work? Let me say that again. In what area in your life would you like to see God at work? I this is something you never really thought about. Maybe sometimes you sit there and you struggle and, and you think, you know, I'd like, I'd, I'd like God to become more real or I'd like to experience more of God in my life or I wish, I wish God would be working in this way. And, and my question to you is, well, have you been specific and have you asked? I, I want to I jump into a passage in the Bible, in, in Matthew chapter 7, and these are the words of, of Jesus, and it comes early in his ministry at a time where Jesus has spoken a lot about what it looks like to follow him, about what it looks like to be, to, to make him the center of your life. And there's this final section where Jesus talks about effective prayer. Now, prayer is conversation with God. And so it's right here that Jesus is like, basically, hey, listen, this is, this is a life hack, right? If you want to be in a relationship with me, There needs to be a conversation, needs to be a dialogue. And so this is what Jesus says in Matthew 7, verse 7. He says, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? And so back to the question, in what area in your life Do you want to see God at work? First thought is this. Have you asked? And have you been specific? I love how Jesus says, keep on asking and you will receive. Keep on asking. And, And the point that Jesus makes later on is be specific. When he talks about parents, he's like, listen, if your kids ask for bread or for fish, that's a specific ask. Sometimes I think one of the problems with our prayers or some of our expectations of God is we are so general that we don't actually know if that prayer has ever been answered. Here's a classic one, classic one. We want God to bless us. We pray about God's blessing. Well, what does that look like? What, in, in what area of your life? Maybe for some of you the specific ask is, God, I need you at work in my marriage. That, that, that my spouse and I, we are not on the same page. We are struggling and it is impacting all of life. And so the ask is, God, will you bring healing? Will you help us in communicating? Maybe, maybe the specific ask is in your relationship with your kids, that, that you can't understand them or they're seemingly not understanding you and, and you get frustrated and upset. And so maybe your ask is, God, God, can you help me? in the parenting of my kids. Or maybe it's at work, or, or I, don't, I don't know what it is, but do you see my point? Be specific in such a way that you can start to see, is there a difference in my life? You know, you know one of the things that might be helpful is to actually write it down. I have a, I have a journal, I, I write down stuff like this in two ways. One is it helps me be specific and make it be clear. And two, it helps me track The thing that I've asked God for. So Jesus says, hey, keep on asking. Second thing he says is keep on seeking. Now, when I think of that, the asking and the seeking, it's like, listen, listen, don't make this a one-time deal. Keep at it. I think sometimes the problem is we, we make an ask or we say a prayer and we do it once and then it's like it hasn't happened. And so we just stop. But I love the image of keep on seeking. When you're seeking, you're not giving up. You know, one of the greatest barriers to us growing in our faith and seeing the the, the effectiveness of prayer is discouraging. I mean, if you've ever been looking for something and you look and you look and you look and you get tired and you get discouraged and you light at a place, I have a decision to make. I'm either going to keep on looking or I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to walk away. And I wonder if too often we we walk away from the very thing that we're asking God for. And so keep on seeking. And the final thing is keep on knocking. Now that's an interesting one. Because Jesus says, listen, we're talking about prayer. He's like, so ask, seek, and then knock. Knocking is all about us being an active participant. That prayer is not just me sitting back and saying, well, God, I asked, God, I asked again, and God, you're clearly not doing anything. Have you ever considered that prayer is a two-way street where the very thing that that we're praying for, God is inviting us into as well? And so if you're someone who's praying to God and saying, God, can you help my marriage? Can Can you help me communicate with my spouse? And then you sit back and do nothing about it, Doesn't compute. It means you know maybe you start to seek out counseling. Maybe you start to, to to gather yourself around other people and you start to talk about your specific problems with your spouse. Right? You take an active step in the same way that Jesus: keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. You do something about it this year. As we think of, I believe all that God has in store. For us. What is it? In what area are you asking God to be at work in your life? What if this became a priority for you? What if in, instead of a, a New Year's resolution, I'm going to go to the gym more, I'm going I'm to eat healthier," you say, you know what? I'm going to be intentional about this one thing. I'm going to talk to God about it. Not once, but over and over again. And I'm then going to look for opportunities to step into it. So I'm asking you to get personal. So I thought I'll share what, what I really feel God is asking or what I'm asking of God. And it, it has to do with the ministry of our church. You know, it'd be, it'd be too easy for me to say, hey, you know what, God, I want to see you bless our <coughs> church or, or, or I want to see our church grow. But I was like, I don't, I don't think that's exactly where I want to land. And so for me personally, Recently, I've landed at this place, and I want to see more people baptized. Well, why is that important? Because as a church, we want to lead people to Jesus, and baptism is the celebration of people saying, yes, I want to commit my life to you. But then I thought, maybe it's not even specific enough. And so some of this number of 30 came to my mind. And I'll be honest with you, that, that seemed like a big number. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to pray for this year that in our church, we are going to see 30 people baptized, and so I'm gonna pray about this. I'm gonna keep praying about it, and I'm gonna be intentional about what I am doing as a minister of this church. So we are continuing to reach out. We are continuing to make invitations. We are continuing to rely and to see what the Holy Spirit is doing. So like, guess what, guess what? Throughout the year, we can come back together and we can hear some of the stories of what God is doing in your life. What about you? Well, I'm not too fussed about New Year's resolutions because I'm going to give it up anyways. What about it? What about it? We take a step of faith and say, God, this is where I want to see you active in my life. And we ask and we seek and we knock. And then we begin to see what God is going to do. Hey, listen, listen. I would love to continue this conversation. Write down what you're talking about. Share it with me or, or, or share it with us in terms of, of the ways in which you see God at work in your life so we can celebrate this together. 2023 is going to be a great year. Not because everything's going to go away, not because there's not going to be problems, but because we are going to take a step of faith where we expect to see God at work in our lives. Let's do this together. Let me pray. So gracious God, thank you for this day. Thank you for this new year. I just pray for those that are watching, that it's a, it's a chance to be excited. It's a chance to think of just the amazing things, God, that, that you want to do in our lives. And so, God, may we be intentional. May we ask, may we seek, may we not, may we take these steps of faith to see, God, what you are going to do in our lives. For we ask it all, Jesus, in your name. Amen. And so as you begin this new year, may you know that God is in your corner. May you know that God is here to bless you and to watch over you and to guide you in the midst of all of your steps. So we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispres.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B.ca.